streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria McGottaby. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. I missed you since last week. No, we talk every day because we work together, but <laughs> I missed the audience since last week. You miss seeing week. our faces. Yes, yes. It's wonderful to connect with you in these times. Jameson's got a sleeping dog under his feet that I am yes. very jealous of. Um, I'm jealous of you for having the dog, but also uh, jealous of the dog for sleeping right now. Yeah, so it's true. kind of a double-edged sword. Um, <laughs> We have a great show for you this week. Uh, there's been a lot happening, kind of all over the map. All of it a little bit of a bummer. So, you know, we'll try to balance that with some levity. Um, first, we're going to talk about Naya Rivera. That story has been everywhere and, and is really sad. So we'll talk about her passing. Um, there's been a shakeup at Dancing with the Stars, which is kind of in a totally different realm. But, uh, you know also all over the news. Uh, Nick Cannon is in big trouble because he's been saying some really gross stuff about uh, Jewish people. Yikes. And then the Counting On family is feuding with each other and they're always a little dark for me. Um, so let's kick off with probably like the biggest bummer of the month of the yeah. podcast of, of a really long time. I was really sad about this. Naya Rivera, uh, you might remember her from Glee. She played Santana. She went missing last week, July 8th. She had rented a pontoon boat with her four-year-old son, Josie, on Lake Piru. Um, and then the boat was found later with her son sleeping in it. He was wearing her life vest. There was a couple days of searching. And uh, on July 13th, the Ventura County Sheriff's Department did find her body. She was determined to have drowned accidentally. Um, I was really heartbroken following this whole yeah. saga. I mean, I, I figured kind of from the evidence that we got at the start that it was an accidental drowning, but watching her family and her friends go through that searching process has been really heartbreaking. Yeah, it was it like, is... I mean, the, the drag out of it was was <laughs> pretty tough. I mean, and the... I mean, and the, you know, the sun being on the boat and being found alone and like just so many pieces of it just made it even that much more awful. So yeah, yeah this is a sad story, but I will say if I hope none of this comes out wrong, but like, I'm happy that her family at least has closure. Yeah. Um, no, instead absolutely. of no, that's a good leaving point. it, you know, open-ended, like, obviously we don't like this type of closure. We want her to be alive and well and, and with us all, but at least her family, you know, was able to get the closure that they needed. But it's just a devastating story. I mean, of just like an accidental incident, you know. And it is crazy too because those kinds of Lake Piru is a reservoir. Actually, it's not a natural mm -hmm. lake. And uh, there was an excellent LA Times story about how it, it has been the site of like a dozen drownings in just the last 20 something years. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of vegetation at the bottom of the lake that can ensnare swimmers. It's really cold, so it can shock people. It has pretty strong currents. So it, it's, it seems like it's not a great place to swim. There have actually been people who have been petitioning for them to put up signs 
warning people of how dangerous it is to swim because mm-hmm. if you've seen pictures of the area, I mean, it's beautiful. There's a whole recreation area. So you wouldn't assume that that is what's happening, but the search and rescue people who were interviewed and, and people who had been working in the parks and recreation department were like, unfortunately, it's, it's definitely more likely that she drowned than anything, you know, conspiracy mm-hmm. theory-esque that people were thrown out there had, had happened. So well, she wasn't uh, she wearing was, her life vest either, you know, Right. which, well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie when I go swimming, I don't either, but it kind of makes me like double think, like if I should just be having at least a flotation device out there, you know, a lot of people are using life vests now as like little like diapers to, you know, yeah. float on and swim on, you know, if you don't have like a floaty, like at least maybe just use it for that, you know, at the very least. Right. And, and police said that they're kind of working theory. No one will really ever know what happens unless Josie is able to kind of speak to that, although he's four. So, you know, mm-hmm. what, what does he even comprehend about that? But a lot yeah, of people yeah. were saying, um, and the police were saying that it's likely that the boat was unanchored because it was found unanchored and started to drift away while they were swimming. And she didn't notice and she was able to swim back to the boat and kind of thrust the little boy back on onto the boat wearing her life jacket, but then wasn't able to, uh, to surface herself because she had lost all her energy. So that's, it's so so dark, so tragic, uh, kind of a really sad and and bittersweet portrait of what it is to be a mom too. That was my Mm -hmm. thought, but she kind of gave up her life for her little boy. So that's horrible. I mean, our thoughts are, with her family and with her friends during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one thing that I thought was really kind of interesting and like a little spooky um, is that her body was found on the seventh anniversary of Corey Monteith's death. Yes. Um, he, he overdosed back in 2013 now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Kevin McHale, who played Artie on Glee, tweeted out, but he didn't feel like it was a coincidence. He was like, I'm not religious at all, but it, it would be silly of me to not acknowledge that I feel like Corey was like helping the search mm-hmm. team find her. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of a spooky, beautiful little detail. Yeah, I agree. What is, you know, I just, my heart goes out to the whole Glee cast. You know what I mean? Like they've mm-hmm. been losing their friends. And so, you know, that is. They, they went out there, didn't they? They, they, they did. Site, yeah. The yeah, day, it was just a, it, yeah, the day she was found? Well, so the weird thing is one of the officers said, um, I think this was an interview with us weekly, um, where he said that they actually, the it was Amber Riley. The funny thing is the officer was like, I didn't watch Glee. I don't know who these people are, but people identified them from the photo. It was like Amber Riley, Heather Morris, um, and some of uh, Naya's family went down and they were holding hands by the edge of the lake and were praying for her. And the officer said that it was while they were like praying for her and sending up the thoughts that they did find her body. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm not. Chilling story. (laughs) It was very, very chilling, very tragic. um, And and just kind of, I don't know, it gives me like goosebumps and I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if that's in a good way or a bad way, basically. Yeah. Um, but people have been paying tribute to her. She was so incredibly talented. Uh, if you ever watch Glee, I watched the first couple seasons before it went a little bit off the rails for me. Yes. Um, <laughs> but talking about how, how important she was, because Santana is a queer woman on, who 
eventually marries Brittany um, after starting off the show as BFFs. And a lot of queer women were coming out and saying how important her representation was for them back, you know, before that was really on TV or on mainstream TV. So she's been, you know, kind of all over the internet with people posting really excellent performances of her, praising her as an artist, praising her as, as a person who was important to the LGBT community. So uh, Demi Lovato was actually one of those people who came out and said that she inspired her. So that's- Yeah, uh, I found that to be like incredible. Yeah. What a legacy. So uh, Joe, if people are worried, Josie's with his dad, uh, who's Ryan Dorsey, and we'll, we'll see. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the biggest story of the week, but it is kind of a bummer to start the podcast with. Let's move yeah. on to something that is not- so deeply depressing um dancing with the stars whoa we're making making these like explosion (laughs) hand motions right now because absolutely out of nowhere on monday tom bergeron tweeted that he had just been notified that he'd been fired ahead of season 29 of dancing with the stars i know what so he's been the host since the beginning it's been 15 years that 15 he's hosting years. he is the he's the show i mean especially for me i'm such a big fan i love him yeah uh, I, well and he has such a long-standing him. history of being a host in general i mean he hosted america's funny funniest home videos and like a number of different shows and then just out of the blue i'm just curious as to like why were there ra- well, were there ratings do we know why no, their ratings oh, were pretty yeah. good. I mean, they, they always have great ratings. This last season yeah. was, was actually huh. really great ratings because they had Hannah Brown on there and everyone loved her. Yeah. So they had the whole Bachelor Nation. Um, so that he tweeted that out, which I was like, ooh, someone's not happy because whenever you've been, whenever you've been <laughs> yeah. fired and you tweet it, that's... Yeah, like you tweet that you read it. That's like how uh-huh. you found out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and so ABC soon after confirmed that, yes, he had been let go and then said that Aaron Andrews, who's his co-host, she's been his co-host for like six years, six seasons now. She's gone too. Uh, but was she going fired or did she choose to leave? Uh, she you know? was let go. But they, oh, okay. Was let so go. What, it, <laughs> what it probably is, is they're not fired per se because their contracts are probably on a year-to-year basis. So they're not invited back. So it's technically yeah. fired, but it's, they're just not the contract not renewed. <laughs> right. In you know practice, yeah. it's fired. Legally, it's probably not fired. I'm sure they don't get like unemployment benefits. They weren't rushing like to renew contracts. <laughs> yes. Yes. She said that she had just found out as well. Oh. Uh, ABC, ABC said they were going in a new quote creative direction with it. Everyone's kind of like, who's going to replace them? What does this mean for the show? What does a new creative direction mean? I mean, the show is pretty, you know, it is what it is. It's a dancing competition. (laughs) Like you bring on Mm -hmm. different celebrities and that's what makes the seasons different. But the the format doesn't need to change in my opinion. Um, And then Tuesday, the, the same day that Aaron Andrews had come out and, you know, she said something lovely about how she had always had a good time and she wasn't good at walking in heels but would always relish her her time with tom um mm-hmm. they come out tuesday and announce that tyra banks is actually going to be the host of the new dancing with the stars i feel like what we're since america's next top model you know i feel like that's what she's been doing the last like decade slash 15 years 
you know, and well, then she did America's Got Talent too. Oh, oh that is right. She that. did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a Tyra so, fan. I like Tyra. I mean, I maybe it's just because I go way back with her. I liked her like when I was a child. I I like Tyra too. I think she is I think she's an odd choice for the host because she tends to and I mean this with all the love in my heart. If I were her, I would do this as well. She tends to make things about herself. Mm. So I when you're doing live television and you're you know what Tom and Aaron I feel like did so well is like wrap things up really nicely and then move on. Yeah. Like they they did the timing really quickly. I'm curious to see how Tyra does handles it with that kind of live because yeah, i feel like good. in the they past were, both of them are really good at like being engaging but giving the people they're talking to like the platform to yes. speak or dance or whatever it was so I'll be, yeah i'm in that same yeah it, it's a skill to be like okay i do want to hear from you you are emotional something just happened but also we have five seconds and i have a producer <laughs> talking in my ear yes that is so true that is a true skill they make it look so easy and that was one thing i really appreciated about their hosting skills you know mm-hmm. in the years that i've watched is they were very good at that and they're good at like poking fun with you know poking fun of each other but like in a polite way in a nice way and I don't know. They right. just have a way of like lifting everyone's spirit. So it will be very interesting right. to see how Tyra, like what Tyra brings to the table when it comes to, um, yeah, I'm interested to see if dancing with the stars is like, okay, listen, we kind of want to conform you to what we've been doing with them or if they're going to let her kind of do her own thing. That's what I'm curious to know. Yeah. Same be- because I do like her and you know, what's done is done. They're not going to bring back Tom and Aaron cause I'm sad about it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want her to do well. I don't want the show to be bad or anything like that, uh, but it, I'm just interested to see how she does at that kind of live mm-hmm. hosting job. I've never seen her do that. And I feel like when you're the star and when you're like the supermodel, you know, you get to talk as long as you want and then they'll edit it down later. So <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm so used to seeing her in America's Next Top Model that it's just kind of like to see her outside of that is going to be very interesting as someone who has followed her for so many years, like just yeah. in the model realm, you know, yeah. like I loved her when she was a Victoria's Secret model and then going into the show and she yeah, was also and- in Halloween Resurrection. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, random. Well, and what was that Disney movie? The what was that Disney movie? The Barbie. Oh, uh, that she was oh yeah. Life size, like super size, life size. Yeah, super size. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. something like no, that. No, it was like, it's, yeah. it's life size. Uh, I'm yeah. super size me is the McDonald's documentary. <laughs> also good. Good one. Yes, but actually, very correct. good documentary. <laughs> not what I was talking about, but uh, yeah, no, she was in. The, I'm, she's done everything, and she was saying in a. Uh, interview with Good Morning America on Wednesday that the season's going to be next level. So they're really bringing a lot of new stuff to it. She was saying, uh, I never shy away from being the first person to do anything because she is Dancing with the Stars' first black host because there's been two hosts and they've both been white people. So mm-hmm. she's like, I'm ready to break that barrier, which is awesome. And I'm excited for that. Um, I'm just excited to see what she, what she brings to it. Do you so, think they'll yeah. change the format any at all? I feel like they like tweak it every now and again, just to like kind of piss fans off or, you know, get a headline. <laughs> I feel like they do do that just to be like, oh, now it's different, but it's always kind of the same. I don't it know is always kind of the same. They teeter that line. <laughs> I feel like there's not too much you can do with the formula for the scores to still work, you know? So are they replacing, they're still finding a replacement for Aaron? 
No, from my understanding, Tyra is replacing both of them. Dang. So the format would have to change some because if you think about it, they go, they talk to the judges where Tom, you know, talks to them and then they go upstairs Mm -hmm. and talk to Aaron. So I'm sure that there's going to be some slight change in that format. I wonder if they just like remove that whole second part and just all do it in one. Like yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they just pivot to a different camera or something. Yeah. Uh, or she's really fast and she can run upstairs <laughs> very quickly. Or she'll run really quick. <laughs> that I would, would be a workout. That. <laughs> yeah, that girl in tennis shoes. <laughs> I feel like she could run in heels. She's better than me in those, which is pretty much anyone. She's had enough years um, walking in them. <laughs> I know. And she's very tall, so, you know, yes. fast. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the new season. They haven't announced when it's going to come out yet. And we, the only celebrity we know is going to be in it is Caitlin Bristow from, uh, what do you call it? The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. So we don't have very many details on it yet. Although <laughs> she, she was kind of like hemming and hawing about, uh, whether, uh, Dr. Fauci would be on because um, there have been rumors that he had been approached by production, which would not surprise me. They kind of. Not a, it, at all surprised me. No, I, I feel like love, the first press conference, they were like, oh, get him on the on the show. I love seeing people go from like White House status to like Dancing with the Stars to see if they like, how's that transit? Are they going to be as stiff as they are like when they're in the White That's House? Are they going to like today. let loose? <laughs> I, I have to say that I hate it so much. I don't <laughs> want these people on my TV when I'm trying to have a good time. Um, I want them to go do their jobs because they have important jobs. So I, if the rumor is true that he was approached, I am sure he said no because he's um, a little busy. So busy right now. Yeah. Busy. Got some stuff. 2020 got his agenda filled. For not sure. going to work on the Foxtrot. Um, but I, I just thought it was funny of it. She's like, well, I can't confirm or deny that. I was like, Tyra, no. <laughs> deny that. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It'll be an interesting season. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm actually kind of interested to see this now. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about Nick Cannon and counting on two words or two phrases I never thought I would have to say in the same sentence. <laughs> Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we are back, and we're talking about Nick Cannon. No, it's not 2010 and Nickelodeon. Uh, We are talking about some tough, tough stuff. He said on his YouTube show and podcast, Cannon's Class, he was interviewing in the most recent uh, episode, Public Enemies, uh, Griff. If you remember, he was kicked out of Public Enemy in 1989 for making anti-Semitic comments. So this should not come as a surprise that during his podcast with Nick Cannon, they both went on a pretty anti-Semitic rant talking about really like anti-Jewish conspiracy theories and 
being very offensive. Like it, you listen back to it and it's like, was there no one else in the room right then being like, "Eh, eh, don't stop talking about that. Like that's not okay. So I'm not going to repeat what they said, obviously, Mm -hmm. but, um, Soon after that went out of Viacom CBS, which we are owned by, as I should disclose, uh, they announced that they were parting ways with him. He's been doing wild and out on with MTV for, you know, how long? A couple oh, decades gosh. now. Long time. Yeah, that shows yeah, always here in a hot minute. Yeah. So they announced that like we are not down with that. That's anti-Semitic. We are we are we are not we want him to educate himself, but we're not gonna provide a platform for his his materials as he continues to do that um so that's tough (laughs) canon then went to social media he's posted like 17 different apologies at this point um he said one anyone who knows me knows i have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions i don't condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric um then he was saying that he's an advocate for people's voices to be heard open fairly and candidly which feels like his excuse for Kind of propagating that I, that's what i read that as but i'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure um and then he posted another one where he was saying he was actually thanking people in the jewish community and like rabbis and, and people who just are jewish for coming forward and kind of educating him on what he'd said he said that obviously there's a lot more for him to learn because the things that he said were so far off base um, but that he would continue to to educate himself I don't know. It's not, I'm not a Jewish person, so it's not up to me to decide if the apology was good. It certainly was long and there were several of them. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's something, but, um, so there's that. And then Fox announced that he, because he had apologized and they're okay with, uh, the apology that he's going to continue to host the max masked singer, which is his other big game. Oh, Yes. Interesting. So he will be back for that. Um, part of me right. wonders if they had already taped part of it. And that's kind of why. Maybe. Oh, that is. Yeah. Well, I think they tape a couple of months, like not that long before. I mean, he, they would have to be essentially like taping like during this lockdown, I would think. Because doesn't it air at the end of the summer or like fall? Aren't they like scheduled to air in like the beginning of fall? See, I'm so messed up with when things are actually <laughs> at this point. And, and, like, and know, in our defense. Here. My seasonal schedule right now in my head has just gone to know. crap. <laughs> what I was going to say, in our defense too, like having covered the mask Singer since it started, like they're very weird with their schedule. Like it's they so are. hard. They are super weird. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like every time like, back back editors are like, what? Yes. Yeah, they'll be like, like a like, full how- season and then like a week later, it's like the new season. What, yeah. mean, what? what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can only assume that it would probably be in the fall like the rest of them, you know, which would mean that they would have to be shooting now. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I truly don't. That he had been, didn't they announce that they had let him go or am I? The mass Singer? No, he's going to continue to host the mass Singer. But they never, they had never announced that he was ever going to be let go from that show, correct? No. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's, he's still a go on the mass. We say that now. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, right. It's Thursday yeah. at 2 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, if it's Friday and something's changed, you know, sorry, I'm not a time yeah. traveler. I have noticed uh, a lot of celebrities coming out and speaking out against that. And a lot of them mm-hmm. I, that I've noticed will not, at least the ones that I've seen, the few that I have seen have not named him personally. 
Mm -hmm. Um, but they've kind of come out and spoken out about it. And so it's just, I don't know. Guys, these are such hard times. Like, I just want everyone to get along. (laughs) World peace. I just want to go back to like Miss Congeniality days. Like, I just want world peace. (laughs) Step one, everyone. Stop saying things that are racist. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like not that, it's just, it's not that hard. Not that hard. Nope. It's just not that hard. If not, yeah. if that you're saying something that's really mean and offensive about a group of people, don't do that. Don't. don't do it. Don't. Don't. Change your life. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. No one's forcing you to say this. This is coming yeah. from within you. So, I don't know. He seems to be pretty well liked in Hollywood other than this. Um, so, maybe that's why they weren't naming him explicitly. Maybe, you know, it's... The, well, and then there were ones that, that everybody gets side. Yeah, I mean, oh, I saw well. people definitely, like, sticking up for It's weird to see how, like, both sides of the spectrum are working right now, just as an observer. Oh, yeah, it, what interesting is a generous term for it. Yeah. <laughs> a little depressing sometimes. <laughs> this whole year, man, just when we thought July might treat us well, we... Uh, are, no. Know, here we are. No. Quick, uh, quick sidebar. I was at the pharmacy the other day. The woman looked at my license and said, oh, it's your birthday next week. What are you doing? Or are you doing anything for your birthday? And I kind of like spew laughed. No. (laughs) She looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, what do you want me to do? There's nothing to do. Yeah. What can I do? uh, What do you want me to do? There's nothing. Um, I see what you have done is you've put the furniture has been nice and organized in your new house, Anna. That's what I did for my birthday. That's what she's doing. For I got her all birthday. the garbage out of my house. You organized, she's organizing. You, uh, sat down and drank a lot on it while you streamed some stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. summer 2020, guys. Working on our yeah. non-tan. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to the counting on feud, which has been happening for a while, mm-hmm. and I we've been paying attention to it. We've been writing stories about it. And just the other day when I was writing a story about it, I was like, you know what? This is bonkers. I can't believe we haven't talked about this on group chat yet. (laughs) So let's talk about this. Derek Dillard, who is the, I, first of all, if you don't watch Counting On, I'm so sorry. Everyone's name starts with a J. It's very confusing. Bear with us. Um, Derek Dillard, who doesn't start with a J, but has two Ds, which is also confusing, um, who is married to Jill Duggar. Yeah. So Jameson's already making a chart with. I know, yeah, like I'm trying to like follow this. (laughs) So Derek Dillard is married to Jill Duggar. Jill Duggar is one of the many, many Duggar children. I've lost count of them at this point. Jim Bob Duggar is the patriarch of the Duggar family. Okay, these are all the people that we need to pay attention to right now. Uh, Derek has been going off on Jim Bob on Instagram for months now. He has been saying that Jim Bob is doesn't pay the kids to be on TV. Um, He's been slamming him for taking all the money from TLC for himself, criticizing him for not protecting Jill more in kind of the fallout in the wake of Josh Duggar, who's Jill's brother's uh, molestation scandal, which surfaced in 2015, been saying that she was treated really poorly as a victim. Um, And then just last week, Derek took to the TLC Instagram page, like not even on his own anymore. And was saying that the show is not real at all. And uh, it's because the show is under Jim Bob's control. And he will, quote, attack the victims, unquote, if they threaten the show. 
um, said Jill was humiliated and threatened when they first said that they weren't going to film Counting On anymore. Um, and that the pressure has only been let off of them because other people started to have kids so that the show had other storylines to film instead of them. Wow. Jill hasn't said anything, but Derek's like, I'll write a tell-all. I don't care. And I want him to so bad. Yes. I'd read that in two seconds. It sounds like Jim Bob is like, has been like master controller for all these years behind it. And if anyone Mm -hmm. wants anything different or speaks out or doesn't like how it's going, it's like, no. Yes. And I mean, that wouldn't surprise me because I mean, all of the kids have grown up in, they have a very conservative home that's, you know, shut off from a lot of outside influences. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to maintain that control just because when your family is like 70 people, you know, yeah. that might be all the people you know, and you might not know, but I that's odd that you're not getting paid. Yeah, I was under the impression that it was just Jim Bob and his ex-wife that weren't getting along. And that was just kind of like the long-standing family feud. So to hear like no, other people Jim come Bob out. Doesn't have an, Jim Bob doesn't have an ex-wife. Oh, you know what? I'm, fa- oh God, this family is so large. Never mind. I know, right? I know. That's why I'm like, there's so many J names. They all have their own drama. <laughs> But um, I'm just going to ask questions, <laughs> please. I mean, I've watched so many episodes of the show. <laughs> yeah. I like to say it's all for work, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's just shocking that Derek is, you know, speaking out and no one else has addressed it. Jill hasn't said anything. Jim Bob hasn't said anything. None of the other siblings. And there's have a said lot anything. of siblings that could say something too. Would, yeah. how, would you, how much would you pay to be a fly on the wall in the, in the conversation between Jim Bob and his daughter or, or Derek himself? Cause I'd pay a fair amount. So much right money. Now. I, so much money. I like <laughs> an embarrassing amount of money. <laughs> I really am interested to see kind of what the, I would, the conversation is there. I would pay so much money just to be a fly on the wall on all. I just want to know how they all work. Cause like when I hear of stuff like this, you think about how many families get into reality and they walk away or they walk in, they're like so happy and dandy. Like it's their payday. And then they walk away all divided, split and angry, or they keep going divided, split and angry. And then it just makes me refer back to the Kardashians. And I'm like, good for you guys for staying together. Kind and not hating of. each other. Yeah, I was going to say everyone. <laughs> well, okay, but like, <laughs> but how long did it take for them? You know what I mean? Like, and they're still no. kind of, she's still doing it, you know? I guess whenever you're tied that closely together with your siblings for a payday, you might get along with them, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, those contracts are tied. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not willing to give them a gold medal just yet. Um. <laughs> it's interesting, man. Yeah, it, well, and the thing that I should note is Derek also is a little salty towards TLC because, so TLC in 2017 said they fired him because he made a bunch of transphobic comments about Jazz Jennings from I Am Jazz. He disputes that he was fired, said that he had quit filming with them ahead of time, but that's every fired reality star's, you know, excuse. So who knows what happened? But regardless, um, there's bad blood between them there and Derek is going to law school right now. So make like him coming out and starting to say all these things makes me start to think that he took like a communications law class um, and realized mm-hmm. that he could kind of come forward and say stuff. So fascinated mm-hmm. to see what happens next. 
Yeah, and, um, same. Ditto. It's more interesting than the show. The show's just so boring. I'm so sorry. They don't do anything on that show. <laughs> except for like, I watched a show once. It was 60 minutes long, and it was about them choosing a thoughtful gift for a bridal shower. Like, I don't even want that to take 60 minutes of my own life. Yeah. Um, a long time for that. Yeah, tough stuff. Um, so <laughs> we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, and then let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week. I have a bummer one. Do you want me to go first, middle, oh, or God. last? I have an let's... upper. So, yes, let's start with bummer yes. first. Yes, let's end on a high note. Okay. <laughs> So at least I disclosed it ahead of time. Um, there you go. So mine is Grant Imahara from Mythbusters. Mm. He oh, he passed yeah. away of a brain aneurysm um, earlier this week. I'm such a Mythbusters fan. I love the White Rabbit, Rabbit Project. I ra- watched that show going up and, and to this day, and he was always you know such a delight, such a light presence. He was a genius um and and used his platform to really give back in a lot of special ways so that was a really heartbreaking death for me i've been streaming all sorts of mythbusters it's on hulu for people who want to kind of pay tribute and white rabbit project is on netflix and um yeah it's just a bummer and it's kind of a proof that you never know what tomorrow is going to bring so very uh, true mm -hmm. gotta live it up yeah i'll bring it up So yes, please do. <laughs> I am so excited for Shark Week coming up. Yeah, Shark Week. Yes. I, I didn't I didn't even realize we were that like that close to it. So it starts what August 9th? It is August 9th through so, 16th. Yeah, like less than a month. And now they've brought on Mike Tyson. Yeah. Shark Week. So I don't even know what that I mean, that's awesome. I, I know that. But uh, I don't even know what it looks like. I just know that it's awesome. So I'm ready for that. I'm ready for this to happen. Yeah, well, Mike Tyson, known for his biting abilities. Sharks, <laughs> also known for their biting abilities. It's a perfect mm-hmm. match. Yeah. And I love, like, one of, the pro- the one of the promo images has Mike Tyson, like, on the beach, like, destroying a surfboard. It's like he's, like, <laughs> punching it, like, in half. It's like, this is well done. Well done. They always get the well best done. celebrities. They had Shaq the other year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they've had Shaq, Shaq a couple times. Yeah. He's yeah. always the best. Yep. Uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to that too. Nice. Um, depending on how you feel about this, it could be an upper or a downer, but I'm Ooh. very happy that Kanye West has bowed out of the presidential race. Uh, yeah. That's um, upper for me. <laughs> yeah, that's an upper, that's an upper Listen, for humanity. Let's that's, just uh, well, upper you just never know. upper for even people who think that it's a downer. <laughs> They don't, they don't know yet, but <laughs> the birthday I mean, listen, party is defunct I good. I still appreciate the Kardashians and the White House memes, so if you guys can keep that oh. rolling for a few <laughs> extra weeks, that'd be great, but very excited that Kanye West has uh, decided not to run for president anymore, so. Um, and I do... I do appreciate the people who were able to squeeze a paycheck out of him to set up the very beginnings of his campaign before he yes. was like, oh, wait, I'm so late and I don't want to yes. do this. So good good, good for, for those them. people. Good for I those they, people. I hope they had a better contract so they get paid for like a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, don't forget to follow popculture.com. We're on all your up-to-date news. We're on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Anna Rumor. I'm at James D. Brown. I'm at me, Megotomy. Drop us a rating, review, subscribe. We are still accepting Kardashian White House memes and pretty much all <laughs> memes. Um, so send those Appreciate over. It. We're everywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and we will see you next week. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!